This is What The Flux. I'm Brett. And I'm Justin. And it's Tuesday, the 17th of January. Flux family, we are back with another What The Flux recap episode. Before we return to our daily bite-sized business news in Feb, this week it's all about the best stories from 2022. Now today, Jazzy Boy, we're looking at some of the biggest Australian stories for 2022. Many of Australia's largest blue-chip companies had very strong years. Airlines like Qantas were on target for record Mm -hmm. sales. That's as airfares reached 15-year highs. Supermarkets like Coles showed us the power of food inflation and aren't we feeling it? And of course, Jazzy Boy, we can't forget about a major, major, (laughs) major data hack or two. Or seven. (laughs) So Brett, today we're exploring the biggest Aussie stories of 2022. Let's get into it. For our first, Optus was hacked and has now warned nearly 11 million of its customers to be vigilant over the next couple of weeks. Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Every company's biggest nightmare, this one. So what is the story? Okay, so Optus was the second company to be given its telco license in Australia in 1991. And it's always played second fiddle to Telstra. Now, Jazzy Boy, get this one. Late last week, Optus announced it had been a victim of a cyber attack. And the hacker stole a heap of information on Optus's 11 million customers. Now, we're talking info relating to home addresses, mm-hmm. driver's licenses, passport numbers, Ooh. phone numbers, customer names. And how did this happen? Well, just then, supposedly it was a sophisticated attack from hackers that frequently changed their location across Europe. And B-Man, it's not the only Aussie company that's been hit with an attack like this pretty recently. Mm-hmm. So what's the key learning here? Data breaches have sadly become more common than up there Kazali at the <laughs> AFL Grand Final. You know it's coming, you're just not clear on the remix. <laughs> but the reason why hackers hack are varied in nature. For some hackers, the reason is purely financial. They'll put ransomware to lock up a company system and demand a chunk payment to decrypt the system. This happened back in 2020 when Toll, the logistics company here in Australia, they had their system shut down because they refused to pay a ransom. While other hackers, they'll breach systems for the notoriety. For example, the 18-year-old hacker who broke into Uber's internal system, they were looking for publicity, not cash. Whereas in this case, it's not clear yet whether it's a ransom or for publicity. So it's possible that they'll start to target Optus customers with texts, calls, emails. And that is why everyone just needs to be on watch mm-hmm. for our Second story, Qantas has increased its profit forecast for the second time in two months as massive demand for flights continues to make Qantas great again. (laughs) Qantas really jacked up its prices, Brett, and people are still traveling. So Mm -hmm. what is happening? So some context here. Back in October, Qantas shocked the market when it said, we expect to return to profit by the end of June 2023. And Brett, following Qantas's pretty rough run with COVID, that was quite the shock. But now Qantas is actually going one better than that call. Yep, they now expect up to $1.45 billion in underlying profit before tax in the first half of its financial year. And may I remind you, Jazzy Boy, that is up $150 million from its previous guidance that it gave just a month ago. (laughs) According to Qantas Brett, consumers continue to put a priority on travel ahead of all other spending categories. And as a result, Qantas's share price climbed more than 5% yesterday. Oh boy, so what is the key learning here? Price loses some of its relevance when demand is so, so strong. There's no doubt about it, Jazzy Boy. If you've been on Qantas's website lately, you will know the prices are completely bananas. And as it happens, Brett, there ain't much let up anytime soon. That's because the Australian public is actually willing to pay these prices. How about this one, Justin? Qantas is now heading towards a profit that is 52% higher than its previous record, which was set back in 2016.
16. Because airlines in Australia are experiencing a perfect storm. That perfect storm consists of one, robust demand, and two, something we call supply constraints. Ultimately, Brett, it's going to be interesting to see what happens as cost of living continues to rise. Yep. For our third and final story, Deliveroo Australia has been placed in administration and will be turned off. Wow. Let's take a moment for that because I did not see that coming. Tell me more. Well, Jazzy Boy, the name Deliveroo is actually a portmanteau of Deliver and Kangaroo. But despite the name and the logo, Deliveroo is actually a British food delivery business that was started back in 2013. Now, since its launch, there have been more than 301 million Deliveroo orders and 8 million customers globally. But Brett, in August this year, Deliveroo Global announced a pre-tax loss of more than £147 million for just the past six months alone. Wow, red flags left, right and centre. And now, Deliveroo Australia said that its Australian operations weren't sustainable. So, Deliveroo Global HQ has decided to put the Australian arm into voluntary administration. And Justin, Deliveroo Australia is the second delivery company to fold just this week. Wow, so what is the key learning here? Growing competition and growing investment has caused some growing pain. Over the last couple of years with COVID lockdowns, on-demand delivery apps like Uber Eats or Deliveroo, they were one of the shining lights of the tech industry. And off the back of that, we saw a heap of competition and investment into the space. I bring you Milk Run, the 10-minute grocery delivery startup. They raised $75 million and are still alive. I bring you Send. They raised $11 million but are in the grave. And more recently, Volley. They raised $18 million and also RIP. So Juzzy Boy, with growing competition and increasing costs for this industry, these loss-making businesses are remaining loss-making for even longer. Floxam, tomorrow we'll be doing a deep dive into the biggest tech stories of 2022. We know that 2022 was not a good year to be a big tech company. So we're going to revisit some of the big reasons why. Can't wait to get into it. Thanks for listening and we'll see you tomorrow. 